Hey everybody, this is Eli, your Avatar co-host and editor. And I'm popping in for a quick editor's note before this episode gets started. I just want to say thank you all for listening and sorry that things have been slow on our end. We have a whole other nine episodes already recorded, so it's really just on me as the editor to get those done and get them out to you guys to get some more of that juicy good content. And I want to shout out a couple people who hit us up on Instagram and said, hey, both me and Peter, hey guys, where is the next episode? And we're like, you know what? We should post it. So shout out to all you who reached out and all those fans who keep listening. It really motivates us to continue. And as I said, we got a lot more down the pipeline, but I didn't even realize that I left you guys off on the season finale. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Okay, we're back. Oh boy. Oh boy. A lot going on this episode, huh? A lot going on this episode. This is the penultimate and ultimate episode of book one. Water. Mm -hmm. The Siege of the North. It's Siege of the North part one and part two. Because this is our second two-parter episode. We're going over those two episodes all in one, baby. And this is the podcast. And this is our theme song. Episode 19 and 20. Oh, we forgot about that one. Dude, we haven't done that one in a while. Dude, that's definitely copyright by someone else. I'm definitely ripping it. No, no one's gonna no one's gonna flag us, don't worry. Yeah, okay. Uh uh Eli, what what is this podcast? Are we doing that? Oh, this podcast, this is Avatar the First Viewing. This is a podcast where in first time watcher of Avatar The Last Airbender goes through and watches the entire series alongside a series veteran. I am your series veteran and co-host, Eli. And I am your Avatar newbie, Peter. So we always start off with a recap of the events of epi- these episode 19 and 20. But before yeah. we do that, let me just let me just get your thoughts. What'd you think? Oh boy. I mean, it was it was really good. <laughs> it was jam packed. There's so much. It was, it was a lot. There's, there's so a much. A lot of plot like, and there's, building. There's literal like lines that they just throw away, and it's one line. And I could mm-hmm. spend like an hour just asking questions about that one line. Yeah. So much lore, so much backstory. I would love Legend of Korra is a sequel, right? But I would love a prequel. Yes. I think they still have room to top it. Okay. Because there, I still there are areas where I'm like, eh, okay. Like this yeah, was fine, yeah, yeah. you know, but overall it was uh, very oh, satisfying. And they they will top it. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual finale of the whole se- series is incredible. I'm just oh, gonna say that it's oh. so good. Well, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be if this finale is any indication, then I think it's gonna be worth it because although I've said every episode that I've really enjoyed it, there were episodes where I had to consciously put on my childlike wonder hat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And suspend a lot of disbelief and re and watch it as if I was like 10. Whereas the, the these finales, like, you know, like I, I was genuinely like my present 25 year old self was titillated. Yes. Uh, mostly from from beginning to end. And in yeah. a lot of different dimensions, all ABC stories were great. Action was jam packed. Mm-hmm. So many little nuggets of East and Easter eggs and a lot of funny mm-hmm. shots that I love about the show that I want to yeah. mention, too. Well, why don't we go over them then? Let's let's kick it off with our newbie recap. Yep, yep. All right, this one's gonna be a little longer, so bear with me. But I tried to condense it. Admiral Zhao's huge fleet is approaching the North Pole stronghold, so Ang yoinks on over to the spirit world to get some wisdom, where he faces Ko, 
which is a, like this creepy ancient spirit that tells him the moon and ocean spirits are little fishies in the koi pond in the North Pole, and he can get mm. help from them, or they can help each other. Meanwhile, Zuko ninjas on inside the stronghold and kidnaps him. Zhao's fleet is steadily taking over the Water Tribe stronghold, and then he kills the, the yin-yang moonfish that, oh, by the way, turns out to be the thing that gives waterbenders their power. The moon. Yeah, the, the moon. And the, the killing the fish basically depowers the moon. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the, the, the fish is the physical embodiment of the moon spirit. The moon spirit, yeah, the, the moral and the form. the other one is the physical embodiment of the ocean spirit. Yes, and we'll, we'll, let's cover all that. Okay, so Aang comes back from the spirit world, gets pissed, channels the ocean spirit, and becomes this huge Old Testament wrath mud kit monster that wrecks the <laughs> <Old> fleet. <Testament. laughs> really, really. It's a biblical level. Yeah, dude, it was, it was yeah. very Old Testament, right? Princess Yue turns into this, turns into the fish moon spirit. She becomes, because... Yeah, we'll, we'll explain because that. Because she, yeah. <laughs> Explain it. Explain it. Just go oh, okay, ahead. Okay. Go right ahead. Well, basically, as as a when she was born, she almost died. So they put her in the pond, and then like the moon spirit her turned white. Yeah, gave her some of the its life force, and what she did is basically gave the life force back to the fish, so that the balance could be restored. The water tribe gets its power back, and pushes everyone out. Zhao might be dead? Question mark. We can go into that because he was swallowed by the o- the ocean spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Took depths of underwater. the ocean. But yeah. classically, they don't show him actually dying or where his body is. So basically, the episode ends with like them like having pushed back the Fire Nation forces. Zuko and Iroh escape. Iroh is known to be a traitor because he was trying to stop Zhao from killing the fish as well. And then finally. The Fire Lord basically unleashes Zuko's sister? What? Yes, sister. Um, and that's the end of the season. Anything I missed? That that was all over the place. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Iroh's a traitor. And uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to like word like word for word explain the whole yeah, episode. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Okay, well we didn't we didn't touch on Sokka. Sokka falls in love with Yue. Uh, but we already knew that from the past. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he there's this whole subplot of him. He like knows how to deal with the Fire Nation because he's been dealing with them all along. The Northern yeah. Water Trap hasn't fought the Fire Nation for X number of years. And also there's he has to deal with Yue's in uh betrothed. And he ends up uh still in love, but and then she kisses him goodbye before she becomes the moon. Yeah. Again, like if you guys aren't watching this the show with us, like I would go back and just watch these two episodes because they're so good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. And there's some great action and stuff that we'll yeah. get into, but yeah, that's all the good. That's all the pertinent info. Let's just talk about what we liked. Wait, do we want to do predictions first? Or oh, sorry, predictions. Yes, let's get let's talk about main story predictions. So right now, yeah. it says okay, Azula, go go ahead. So, oh, I just said her name. Uh, I, didn't, I, I was like, who's Azula? Okay, so that's the sister. Sorry, that's her name. That's her name. <laughs> Is it Zula um, or Azula? It's Azula. Like blue in Spanish. Okay. Yeah, um, Azula with an yeah, A at yeah, the yeah. end. Okay, yeah. I mean, the sister. Oh, oh, my God. I just, something clicked in my mind about mm. that. We just said, we'll get back to that later. Oh, blue spirit? Then, no, no, not. Whoa, that's another thing. That's another thing. <laughs> But okay, we'll get back to it later. Okay, Anyways. okay, okay. Sister, I think they're setting the sister up to be the main, you know, antagonistic force that Zhao yeah. was in season one, uh, which is there, there's more parties. And I like that because I think Zhao's going to come back probably mid-season or something as like a dis- season two. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, like as like a disgruntled like like Two Face almost from Batman. Like he's gonna oh, be so fucked something up. Something messed up his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His being. Yeah. Okay. Like sort of spirity or what? I don't know. I don't know. I, no, I think he's just gonna be like pissed and like up till now he his motivation was to bring honor to the fire nation so that he can get more power within the fire nation yeah, now he's, i feel he's a like career man yeah now i feel like his motivation is going to be twisted into just pure destruction of ang and zuko he he did have that moment where he's like i will not only be admiral i will be the the general council i will be number two i will be god i yeah, will yeah, yeah. be the universe itself <laughs> shall the invincible shall yeah. the what? the god killer uh, yeah shall the everything <laughs> yeah he, he has some lofty ambitions so yeah yeah he got demoted this episode he uh he got wrecked, you know, bro. They, he said, uh, you're being dismissed. He said, you're being downsized. He says, you're being furloughed indefinitely without pay. So <laughs> we, Good, good bit. Good he, bit. They didn't pay out his vacation time either. He yeah. is going straight down to the depths. Uh, good small day. Beard. <laughs> Wait, what? I, was do- I, I took your reference, but I, I just did uh, Charlie, uh, Willy Wonka and the Cho- or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I um, have never seen that movie. I'm what? sorry. <laughs> Not the Johnny Depp one, the original. Okay, so that's Zhao. I think the sister's gonna be badass, and I'm and I'm I'm hopeful that she is someone able to think a few steps ahead, unlike Zuko and Zhao this season. Yeah, Zhao is just that was kind of my yeah. complaint with they were always just one step behind when you know they could have kind of thought about things more systematically. So maybe the the strategy of the parties becomes more sophisticated. I I think that will happen because generally Season one of kids shows is very dumbed down. And now they have a following creatives generally have more leverage to tell the executives that they can get more sophisticated. So I hope that that's the case. I think so. We'll see. So what's Aang going to do next then? He achieved his goal. He's at oh, the okay. 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 You're, this is a, <laughs> you're lobbing me a, uh, a nice little softball there. So, so we have master Katara master Katara. Now she, she's been taught by the grand master waterbender. She's now, a waterbending master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's and, good. She, I mean, you see, you see her versus Zuko. She wins. Yeah, her fight with yeah. Zuko was was awesome. We'll get to that. So he's gonna continue learning waterbending from Katara, and I think next is Earth after water. Yes. Yeah, because it's the Book of Earth as well. So. Yep. Um, he's gonna probably find like the Earth Master. Maybe it's the crazy old fogey. Uh, maybe he'll mm-hmm. go back to that guy. Um, maybe not. We'll see. Zuko. I don't know what Zuko and Iroh are going to do, but we we now know that like they fully do not have any of the Fire Nation resources. Uh, yeah. They're sort of outlaws at this point. They're just, they're rogue. And now, now I kind of want to get into lore. Um, and what I mean by lore is just like backstory and like how the powers work and things like that. Okay. Right. I love this shit. And I've told, I've said this. Okay. Some notes that I took, I took notes for this one, guys. Written pen and paper, uh, in, in a Google keep it's like a note-taking oh, thing but i use it don't worry oh yeah okay okay cool uh we know our sponsor for the episode uh <laughs> all right so so we know that the moon now gives power to water okay and it was quite it was quite like a switch when it went off like they just yeah. couldn't water bend at all and when uh the moon isn't up like their their water bending isn't as strong and shit like that right yeah we know that the fire strength comes from the breath right they've talked yeah. about this mm-hmm which lends me to believe, like, what what happens, what, what is the equivalent of earth and air? Yeah. Right? Well, we'll no, see. sorry. Fire comes from the breath, but fire, their power is enhanced by the sun. Oh, it and is? And by, and, yeah, he says that. Oh, they Zuko, do? Zuko says, yeah, like, 
your power is enhanced by the moon. Mine is by the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sun yeah, rises yeah. behind him. By the day. Kicks, I, no, I think he said, I rise by the sun or something. I, yeah, I rise. Something like that. But, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. remember he's battling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's battling Katara. Yeah. She's winning. And then the sun rises and he's like, fuck you. And then he's able to beat her. Ah, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I kind of missed that little itty bitty. Um, yeah. so, okay, so maybe Earth is literally just having your foot on earth I, I don't know i don't know what the hmm hmm. and then air what about air i don't fucking know but i think we're gonna find mm. out and i'm excited to find out what that is we also know that spirits can take a mortal form through these yep. little fish guys and they can also be killed but they can also imbue at least ang if not people with a lot of op fucking power that can just defeat a battalion with like a tantrum wave on the ocean right yeah. which means my guess is that that's what the asteroid is going to basically do for the Fire Lord. Okay. Uh, because like that that's like the prophecy that the asteroid is going to come in the summer. But Aang will then need to find out like what is the equivalent of that for like Earth or like something else. Because I think that's how he's going to mm-hmm. win. This is completely something else. But Zuko was underwater and he still firebended to melt the ice cover over his head when he was ninja sneaking into the palace or into yeah. the fortress. This is me just nerding out for no reason. <laughs> this is definitely not going to come back. But like does that mean like... The fire, the heat comes out from the skin using the oxygen from his lungs. Like, like what? It's that was very crazy to me. So they're they're fire. So yeah, the, by the what they mean is that the fire comes from within. It comes from the their breath. Doesn't literally mean it comes from their breath because they a lot of times they're fire bending out of their feet. They're yep. fire bending out of their hands. Right. So it's yep. not like air is coming out when that's happening. the The point of fire bending is that it comes from within, which is different from water bending. Water bending yeah. and like air air bending and stuff, the pa- that's all around them and that, yeah, yeah, that you're influences manipulating the, the like elements. Yeah, exactly. Fire bending is unique and that's what that's what's um, talked about in the episode uh, with a fire bending master. Where he's like, it's unique in that you don't you don't need anything for it. It's within you, and that's I think what's really special about like the metaphorical principles of uh, what makes a fire bending character as well. Yeah. So yeah, he's able to firebend while he's um, underwater as well, uh, as as um, as Aang is able to airbend when he's underwater. Ah, yes, that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Uh, other ones, we learn a lot about Iroh, and they all just like say it in like a passing thing and don't address yeah. it. One, when Zhao's like like, oh, I'm gonna go down into history, and then Iroh's like, history is not always favorable to its subjects or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Zhao's like, oh, like the time you got wrecked in the legendary loss at Ba Sing Se. Yes. And uh, I think they've mentioned Ba Sing Se once or twice before. They did. I just want to know what happens there. Yeah. Because that's probably so dope and like would be awesome to see a prequel. He mentions that he lost his son and that's mm-hmm. why he sees uh, Zuko as like one of his own. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure those are tied together. He went to the spirit world. Yep. So I, I mean, in previous episode, we see that he nonchalantly sees like the dragon. Yes, in, in that one episode. World. Yeah, uh, from mm-hmm. the spirit world. That's also uh, the same episode where they mentioned Bossing Se. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so the Earth Kingdom soldiers that uh, were from Bossing Se. Yes, yes, they yes. said yes. The failed general. Ah, yes. God, I want to know more. Oh, and also we got to see him get angry this episode, like for real angry because. He is loyal to the balance of the earth, like world, as you can clearly see, not yeah. necessarily Fire Nation. Is there anything okay. else in that? Yeah, like they kind of mentioned in passing, like the no-faced monster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The face stealer. It's like, yeah, and I defeated an avatar in the past. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. a thousand years ago or something. 
I killed an avatar. Here's his face. That was a really cool character. I kind of forgot about this. Dude, character, Ko honestly. is so good. Like that level of creepy you do see in like Naruto and like it, it's yeah. very Asian and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a centipede. Let's talk about right. the spirit world because I want to break yeah. down the sections of like what I liked and the spirit world yeah. is definitely one of it. And like because you actually get to see a lot of it this episode. The the monkey, the meditating monkey was super funny. That was so yeah. good. It was like it had like a Rafiki-esque sense of humor and just like a little trivia like the monkey symbolism is very common in asian stories of like the, the monkey king like the journey like, to the west right yeah 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 the, uh, well i don't know wait what is that monkey i'm almost I'm talking about monkey king it's the same story oh yeah yeah, yeah monkey west. king yeah. yeah you see it like like dragon ball z is kind of that wukong and mm-hmm. league of legends mm-hmm. uh sayuki is like kind of like the asian way of saying it but um yeah. so that's one thing ko the the ancient centipede thing the centipede is actually a big symbolic thing in asian like texts as well talk about it yeah but basically it's i would say it's akin to like the serpent symbolism and like western oh, culture like, like an evil devil yeah but it's like it's not it's more it's more loaded than just like bad okay because there there is like a, like a kind of a sense of like necessity and like the world wouldn't be balanced without like the serpent kind of thing. Mm, okay. There is a reverence for the centipede symbol symbol. It's always characterized as like ancient having like a lot of history being like poisonous and ominous. So it's all the things that you kind of associate with the, uh, the serpent, but also like, like ancestry, knowledge, darkness, mm. like go, goes along with it. Interesting. I, li- I like that twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. One punch man has like a the gigantic yeah sentichoro like like that's like coming from the same kind of stuff i think it's a lot for western i think people people in western audiences are just really afraid of centipedes yeah yeah i mean it's like almost as much as spiders or maybe more yeah it's i mean it's a universally creepy thing yeah um but just i just love that character it was like the sphinx that you had to like outsmart like yeah it was so good so much of a um yeah, huge inspiration from the Sphinx, um, where you have to play its game. Yep, and the way that it would like be all slow and then suddenly dart right into yeah into like Ang's face and like when it was talking in like the I don't know if I was projecting this onto it, but I, they made it kind of genderless. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all genders kind of thing because it, it transcends like human gender, you know. Totally. Yeah, the voice just sounded like neutrally uh, creepy. Yeah. And the voice actor, whoever did it, was really good. Yeah. Like the the, brought the intensity. Yeah. In the moments that it It was great voice acting. Yeah. I think I think they like like reverb the voice a bit, kind of like him from Powerpuff Girls or her or whatever that character's called. Any other lore you want to talk about? I just want to say that I think the monkey's gonna come back and 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 help Aang. And like how about Ko? Ko, I think is definitely gonna make a comeback. They they they. I mean, come on. I think yeah. it, it knows a lot of shit. I think it's going to, oh, maybe like the earth spirit or some fire spirit, like Ko is going to have more obstacles for Aang. Mm, okay. Oh, maybe maybe it kills someone Aang likes. Okay. Because basically, it, so it killed uh, like an avatar's girlfriend, like previous avatar's girlfriend or something. Okay. Yeah. Or no, right. it stole her face. Doesn't necessarily it, mean kill. Yeah, it's true. Dude, imagine how pissed you would be if... <laughs> An evil spirit stole your girlfriend's face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that sounds like a, like uh, Eurydice uh, from, you know, the story of Eurydice gets stolen from. Is that like a Greek thing? Yeah, it's a Greek thing. It's uh, what's it called? Eurydice is stolen uh, or dies uh-huh. and 
her husband or boyfriend or whatever plays the like is so sad goes down the underworld and plays the loot, loot. whatever and <laughs> nice, then it's yeah. like here i'll take you back but you can't look back at eurydice the whole oh, time oh yeah. yeah i can't remember his name even though i just played the game hades and he they're both major characters in the game hades wait what happens again because he does look back he looks back right at the end and that's yeah. like a whole uh you know that's like the whole point right is like do you want the memory of me or the idea of me or do you want me and he chooses the idea of her by looking back is one interpretation of the story that I re- that I really resonate with and I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, but this is really beyond the point. I want to talk about what we liked and didn't like. So let's start out what we liked. Yep, yep. Oh, man. Well, I liked all the lore that we just talked about. Um, let's talk about the battle. I like the little, like, kitschy design stuff. Um, I wrote, wait, wait, what's, what kitschy designs? Though? Like, like the, the industrial tanks made a comeback. I think they looked yep. slightly different. The catapults weren't anything too fancy, but they were cool. They, yeah, they're, they're primitive, but they did the job because that was my question before. How is the Fire Nation going to wage a war yep. on their opponent's element? They're yep. sitting in the water that can yep. be manipulated. And the, the answer is do it at long range yep. because they're combining their strengths of industry plus fire to tear down these ice walls. Yep. So it sort of makes sense. Yeah, I, I I bought it. At first, I was like, why aren't they doing anything and just letting yeah. them? Like... I, I still think there's enough waterbenders. They should try to change the currents, change the yeah, tides. Yeah, like if everyone but, waterbended yeah. at once or something. But yeah. I think that, that I just kind of like made peace with like, that's beside the point. The point is there's so many ships and they're yeah. very far away. So maybe exactly. like the waterbending doesn't go that far. But yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, Katara and Zuko's fight scene was dope. Zuko was very impressively fighting like before when he was like a blue spirit and things like that. And it was cool to see Katara like measure up and like not flinch at his attacks and like redirect shit yeah. uh, back at him. Oh, I just love the uh, when it went black and white. Oh, yeah. And the when noir. They were doing, it was like noir. Yeah, it was like sort of like a remind me of like a samurai movie. And then the only stuff that was colored was I just forgot the his girl, the UA, princess's UA. name. UA. UA's blue eyes. Yep. And the fire, whenever they firebended, the light came out, and that was awesome. Yeah, I that really was dope. Like that. that was dope. Um, and it just like the the action itself of um, Zuko versus Zhao wasn't that special. Yeah, that it was, was fine. good, but just the visual design of it was um, just yeah. like the black and white and the firebending looked really cool. I really yeah, the that. visual design I like that a lot. Yeah, very reminiscent of mm-hmm. like samurai movies. And I love the blood red when the moon was gone. Yeah, uh, I, I thought they yeah. were going to do more with that. But and then it turned mm-hmm. black and white and I was like loving that, too. Yeah. Oh, also, that reminds me, like, I really thought Katara was just going to heal the fish. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so lame. And then uh, <laughs> No, because they have plenty of healers in the. North yeah, yeah. Pool, right? it, so, it, it, yeah. Uh, they, they made it like actually have a consequence. So I, yes. I like that. I'm very happy yeah. they did that, because as you know, I hate when things mess up because of characters action or inaction and there's no consequences yep that's why i don't like a lot of that's why i don't like marvel movies they <laughs> fuck up and then it's like ah i'm paralyzed now no just get him robotic legs he's fine he fights just like normal <laughs> yeah no it's he's actually better now than he used to be because he because he messed up his friend messed up and got him hurt now yeah, he's better yeah, yeah i hate that i hate that you have to have consequences yep yeah so th- that's what i like what else oh i love obviously uh uh ang he does another Psyduck moment, as you call it. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, I love his Psyduck moments, but yeah, he becomes the <laughs> he becomes the Ocean Spirit, or the yeah. Ocean Spirit sees him in a Psyduck moment. Ocean Spirit has its own Psyduck moment, and they join forces. Dude, um, yeah, they turn into this then, big mudkip looking thing, and then they they. they <laughs> And then they do exactly what I said the water better should have done. Why don't you use their boats yeah. on the water, do stuff with the water? And that's what he did. He's like, he just yeets them like yeah. way out of there. And they're yep. like, okay, wait a second. Maybe we shouldn't be on boats against the water nation. Yeah. On the water. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're, they're going to start with the balloons next. You're right. The you're balloons. Right. Yeah. Remember the balloons from the, the yes. weather balloons? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes, that's my yeah. prediction. I, I mentioned it before, but every time that it was the UA uh, Sokka love storyline, the Four Seasons motif played over and over. Like, yep. Did you notice it? Notice it this time? Yes, I did um, notice it this time. They did it when he was getting the markings on his head to be in the mm. Special Forces. Uh, they did it when uh, she like became the fish spirit. Yeah. Um, she became the fish. Dude, it's like a holy <laughs> trinity, man. It's like the yeah. the princess fish and the moon. This is actually the first moment of Avatar The Last Airbender that I ever saw was this moment when he's in the barracks and they're like, we don't know anything about the Far Nation. And then he's like, oh, Zhao. Zhao's their commander. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh. And then he's oh, like, the right, here's, here's like our that. outfits. Yeah. yeah. Here's our outfits. He's like, those aren't their outfits. They don't dress like that anymore. What is it, 100 years old? And he's like, 85 or something like that like <laughs> yeah, yeah, under yeah. his breath that was the first t- scene of avatar the last airbender that i saw and i was like oh wait this is actually good <laughs> oh really this is at the stage when i was like wait anime is bad i don't like it oh and then I saw you guys this, remember I this like, wait that was funny i like that eli used to think anime was bad i did oh, if you, yes God. yes that I was did. the scene wow who would have thought i mean yeah who would have thought Sokka is the one that I, opened dude, the world to you all of anime? You guys keep discounting Sokka. He's a great character, and you'll you will come to like him more because he's a great a character. A lot of but his char- development has been very one note. It's more it's more that his writing is just like is he a throwaway character or an actual character? And he's a he character. yo-yos a, for a while, but I think he's a serious character now. He, he's a, he's part of Ang Gang. He's a he's a character. <laughs> Ang Gang. <laughs> yeah. The I mean the only one that really isn't a character is Momo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the dumb animal of the Yeah, he's uh, the mascot. That, that we talked about the Disney trope. Yeah. Oh, um, I will say Appa wasn't that OP this episode. No, they He didn't do That's too much. something that's one of my favorite moments of the episode. Aang goes out to just deal with these ships. Yeah. And then he comes back and he's like, there's just too many of them. I can't do this. Yeah. And I th- I feel like that's you as a viewer expecting like, oh, he's the, he's the avatar. Yeah. Like, he'll save the day. And he's like midway into the first half of this two part saga. Like, yep. guys, I can't do this. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, then maybe we are fucked. For yeah, a yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's season one, so they're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. come out, but it's like, wait but how's Aang gonna do this Aang always does it and he yeah he can't do it so i like that i like that um, too because like they he you can tell when he's like crashing the first ship yeah. that like it took a lot of time and a lot of effort and yeah. then there's like 500 ships and he said you know? he got 12 he's like so oh yeah he, yeah, yeah he was out there doing work yeah yeah, yeah. you know he wasn't he was no slouch yeah but he you can't you can't be a one-man army you need friends yep they did use Appa for uh, Sokka wooing Yue. He yes. does. He pulls an Aladdin and does like a magic carpet ride yeah. to, to woo her. <laughs> so I like. I thought that was funny. 
I think um, this is a good transition, though, to get into what we didn't like. Yep, yep. Same as last episode. The instant love between him and Yue. And it's yeah. the same thing. They go through the same conflict. Hey, we're hanging out again. Nah, we shouldn't be doing this. But you yep. just said that last episode. Yep. And, and then at the beginning of this episode, they're like, hey, Yue. I thought you just said last episode, let's not see each other anymore. Yep. And she ran away crying. And then now it's like, now we're falling in love again. And then, hey, just kidding. Don't don't talk to me. I didn't. The like writing that. the writing yeah. was continued continued to be bad. Yeah, for for, that. for for UA. Just generally with UA, it feels jarring when the show introduces a concept to you and then fulfills in that concept minutes later. Before she sacrifices herself, she's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, the moon, the fish saved me. Uh, you know the fish you just I just introduced you to. Yeah, it saved me when I was a kid." Yeah, uh, I'm the only one that can save it. Okay, I sacrificed myself. If you told me that like five or six episodes ago, I would have been like, "Cool, okay, ah, it's all coming together yeah, now." But yeah. if you tell me that ten minutes ago, it's like not as impactful. It's yeah, like you're just yeah. it's creating a solution. To yeah, your that's a good point. You know, and it was I was like, okay, why is there a yin yang fish just like yeah. circling each other? It's like way on the nose. Like, come on. Yeah, it's yes. The this this is also leading into my freshman year thesis, but uh, that's for after this. So what okay. else did you, what else did you not like? I think it was mostly around like the the battle schema. Like I want I want to see more of a bird's eye view. I want to see more you of like more tactics. Yeah, more tactics of like why the water bending water benders and Ang really couldn't do much. I think that would have made the danger feel more real. That's true. Um, it, it it really was just like, oh no, if I've been, if I, they're winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's that. That's yeah. all they really said. And it's like, okay, then why couldn't you water bend like walls, walls. every time yeah. things came? Yeah. Like you know, but like that's whatever. This is me being a freaking like YouTube conspiracy theorist like nerd. But okay. if you're on the North Pole, depending on what time of year it is. There's a very specific way that the sun behaves in terms of it going up yes. and down. Yes. And just because the sun rises and sets does not mean the moon rises and sets. That's true. Now, I, I'll leave it to the YouTubers to exactly pinpoint <laughs> what time of year it is. And like it was a full moon. So like what that means for the cycle. This would have been spring because yeah, it's, spring. it's three months until the end of the summer. Right, right. Where um, in summer, there is no sunset in the North yeah. Pole. Right, so, well, so I mean, uh, this is a different Earth or a different uh, world. Fair, fair enough, but I'm assuming it is still the North Pole. They still but, call it the North Pole, so I'm I'm assuming that similar things apply. But maybe in, in the a spring, different tilt of the axis of the that's, planet. That's true. You that's know, true. That's what causes that's this. Is that that's true? That's true. <laughs> but I'm saying, okay, the Earth as we know it during the summer there is no sunset. So around March, there's probably like I don't know four or five hours of like night. Well, the night did seem to be pretty quick. Yeah. So maybe it so does maybe add that, on. Maybe it does yeah, add on. Maybe that's but the explanation. I don't know. There's there's some fishy things there. So I just wanted to fishy. Let, uh, uh-huh, let people think fishy about that. Fishy things about the moon. All right. All right. Okay, I got a thesis. I yeah. got a th- ah boy do I got a thesis, man. Boy do I got a thesis. Yep, yep. My thesis is that so this the these two episodes all about and I'm going to say a cliche here that uh, people love to throw into the Zoom meetings uh, these days. It's all about finding the right balance. You know, it's all about finding... <laughs> selfish. But... <laughs> uh, it's all about finding the right balance. I want to talk about and and in this essay, I'm going to I'm going to construct about how this episode 
tries to find the right balance in things. So we balance is frequently dis- discussed in this episode. You have uh, Uncle Iroh saying, listen, you can't, these fish, they are endlessly circling each other, endlessly uh, following each other, representing um, the push and pull. The Pis- Pisces. Pisces. Ooh, I'm, a, yeah, I'm yeah. a Pisces. These are the two fish that are endlessly circling, circling each other, uh, representing uh, the two dueling, uh, dueling sides of one's nature. And in this case, it's the moon and the oceans. The moon tugs on the oceans, and maybe in uh, more antiquity times, they would say the ocean tugs on the moon, and that it t- tugs back, and that's the causes by the rise and fall of the of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also exemplified through the use of color in this episode. Mm. We have in this episode, I would say Aang represents the ocean, and Zuko represents the moon. Mm. On Zuko's mission, he is wearing all white. Jet, white obviously represents the moon. That's the color of the moon. That's the color of Yue's hair, all of her, mm. um, her clothes. When she becomes a spirit, she's wearing all white. The fish is all white. And on, as an opposite, the ocean is black. So mm. it is a it is a tug and pull of Zuko versus, versus Aang. In reality, both of them are still trying to keep a balance yep. of all things. They, he's not trying to uh, kill Aang or anything like that. Zuko is still an enforcer of balance. He's also allied with Iroh, who is, you know, a very more literal enforcer of balance. Yeah. Aang also becomes the ocean spirit, yeah. Uh, yeah. further solidifying that. Uh, he uh, absorbs its power and it uses the ocean to defeat the Fire Nation uh, and how it, it will always restore itself. Yep. Uh, even even with it dead, um, you know, the the cycle must continue. And there, fi- there has to be a way to achieve this balance. And so yeah. that, that's what happens. The Fire Nation is getting too powerful. The Water Nation pushes back. Um, the, you know, uh, Zhao destroys the, the Moon Spirit. The Water Nation and the other uh, half of the Moon Spirit embodied through Yue pushes back and is able to get the Moon back. Balance is restored. That is my essay about balance. Wow, slow clap for Eli. There's, a, there's wow. just a whole lot. Yeah, Dude, that was, you had supporting arguments. <laughs> you had like visual symbols. You had multiple examples. Mm-hmm. Damn, I don't want to follow that, man. That was, that was really good. That was really good. The dead giveaway was Zuko in white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially y'all. after like a season of him never wearing white. Do you have any uh, theses? Yeah, I kind of pooped one out. Okay. Kind of squeezed let's, one let's, out. Let's hear that uh, feces. This this is a like I think I think a mark of a freshman or like an undergrad is like being contrarian for its sake, kind of. Okay. This is kind of one of that those things. I think mm-hmm. uh, my thesis would be that to strive for something unconditionally or to want or love something unconditionally is fundamentally a Faustian deal. Okay. How fucking pretentious is that? I said Faustian. I love um, it. And me, meaning Faustian, meaning like a deal with the devil, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. it's like uh, you're it, it, you're you're dooming yourself to like some twisted fate. Uh, yes. And basically, I'm talking about Zuko, the not Zuko, the Sokka Yue story. Yeah. Of him putting her on a pedestal, which ultimately allows him to finally become a man, mm-hmm. and become useful, and become uh, an actual helpful member of the military, help the plot move forward. And he becomes confident and formidable even when, like, he's getting Aang back with Appa. He's helping the the king or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately, he's disappointed because Yue's taken away from him. 
even if she wasn't, she would have turned out to be like a boring fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Fake, you know, yeah. not great person anyway. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that's my forced freshman thesis, man. <laughs> it's true. It's definitely true in this in this one because yeah. the forces at play here are much larger than their their love story. Dude, what a great episode! Right before I, uh, I'm about to thank our our sponsor in a second, but that concludes season one. Thank you all for listening. We have a very special episode coming up next. We have the Avatar: The Last Airbender movie by M Night Shyamalan that covers the events of episode of uh, season one. Uh, So we'll be watching that one as a little special in between seasons, and then we'll be right back into season two. Hey. Let me uh, go ahead and thank our sponsor, Google Keep and Google <laughs> Enterprise Software. Um, you you guys all know Google Sheets. You guys all know Google Docs, Gmail, Google Calendar. Do you know a way to that can make it even better is if you make all the icons look like each other. Hey. So that's really hard to tell them apart, and you don't really know what you're clicking on. That's what Google just did uh, for branding purposes. But you can you know if you uh, it's it's really nice because on Google Keep. Uh, you can access it from anywhere if you just log in with your Google account. Yeah. And you can take notes. You can do drawings. You can uh, I make to-do lists. To-do lists. Uh, I use my grocery list on Google Keep. Yep. Um, this is not a paid advertisement, but that's something I actually do. Yeah. Um, it's like Google a shittier version of Todoist or Evernote. <laughs> yeah. So try out Google Keep. It's obviously free. You just click on those little, uh, uh, little icon at the top of your Gmail and you'll find it there in the little list. Oh, is it? Apps. I didn't know that. Yeah. As I said, this has been season one. Hey, thanks so much for making it. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you did it. You, I, I really love you all. Um, <laughs> I know this has been a little bit of a longer episode because we have two episodes to cover. Uh, but yeah, season two, I think you're going to like it, Peter. It's uh, a lot more of a linear story from here on out. Nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like mm-hmm. to hear. Uh, any, uh, any words of wisdom you'd like to uh, leave us off with? Keep the balance, guys.